All right, and welcome to another edition of the Promo Music Roundtable. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, my two good friends, Jason Noakes, the founder and CEO of Promo Pulse. Hello. And David Schultz, VP of Supplier Partnerships at Common Skew, ready to go. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, indeed. Cheers, gentlemen, as we all have a beer today, I believe. Cheers. Um, requirement of your podcast, isn't it, Bill? Requirement of anything these days. Um, first, I want to thank our great sponsor and promo show. We now have over 140 suppliers uh, exhibiting, 500 distributors uh, visiting every single day. It's the industry's first and only virtual trade show, which is so important these days. If you go to the promo show Facebook page, there is a pinned post that is a quick little video that Brandon Petrich made, shows you how easy it is to use promo show. You pop in, you pop out, you make some connections with your supplier friends. You're not going to be sorry that you did. So visit promoshow.com. It's the entire industry virtually. 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 So, love that time. Love that time. Yes, the entire industry virtually. All right. So the topic today is um, – the topic today is – Supergroups. So there's a lot of supergroups that have been since Blind Faith, I think was the first real supergroup, right? Maybe actually Cream was the first real supergroup. Um, but we wanted to figure out of any era, you could take the five best players and wedge them into a band. They could be living, they could be dead. So you're taking these players at their prime, at their peak, at their zenith, if you will. Guitar player, singer, bass player, drummer, and an all-around utility player. So... It could get a little interesting here. Is this is this going to uh, cause as much consternation in the Facebook stream as uh, last week's topic did? Uh, good possibility. I think there's going to be some anger here. So we're going to go individually. We're going to go the way my my screen looks. We're going to go top to bottom. Jason, why don't you kick us off? <laughs> this this is actually it should be the part yeah. in this this show where we we do our apologies for last week's topic. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. What should I apologize for? What should we be apologizing for, Dave? Oh, I, I got a few texts over the course of the week. Our, our, uh, our, our peeing all over the jam bands got a lot of uh, negative feedback. Yeah, they got some negative feedback, but here's the thing. And one thing <laughs> I can tell you with my – I actually made a rule that for my band, that not only could no member of Dave Matthews be in my band, nobody's even attended a Dave Matthews concert could be in my band. So <laughs> I stand by my original assertion. All right, okay. Jason. Why don't you start? Jason, start us off. Who's I'm gonna? I'll, I'll ask you, and you can defend, you can explain, you can do whatever. Who is your drummer in your dream band, and why? Dave Grohl is my Dave name. Grohl. All hmm. right. Good For choice. many reasons, and my my entire band is made up of. I had a couple rules. Millie goes. I bet Jason's got rules. I saw that somewhere on comments. But yes, I do have rules. Up Millie, you did. <laughs> my rules are: um, I wanted guys or girls to be able to play uh, multiple instruments, mm -hmm. so they had maximum flexibility, and uh, also be extremely good songwriters and. Just talented, but I but so girl, but girl's one of my favorite drummers anyway because he hits real hard, mm -hmm. and um, I just like his style. So and of he, course he, he's done some other good things. Yeah, he could have been your utility player because I actually did. You have Dave anywhere? Do is it an overlap for anybody? 
I did not. Okay. No. So I had him as kind of one of my finalists for drummer, but I also thought I might wedge him in as my utility player. He did not make my band, although great choice. Grave Grohl's an awesome, awesome, awesome choice. He'd be like such a and, cool dude to hang out with, too. Oh, yeah. And Brett Schaefer, I am not drinking Corona Seltzer, sir. This is a beer. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. Are you ready, Jason? Your yes. bass player. My bass player would be Paul McCartney. Yes, yeah. that is – go ahead. Why, is that yours? That is an overlap. I have Paul McCartney as my good bass one. player as well. Yes. Yeah. You too, Dave? No, I did not, but it's a good one. I would yeah. agree. No, again, he can do anything and play anything, and he's a, he's a decent songwriter. <laughs> well, and if you listen to – and I'm a Beatles fan, so if you listen to some of those early bass lines, rain always comes to mind when I think of Paul McCartney playing the bass, which is uh, a single that came out uh, – was a B-side that came out in 66 – the baseline on that is just amazing. And Paperback Writer, too. It was a B-side of Paperback Writer. Yeah. Both those have great baselines. Yeah, good choice. Good You've done the cool um, uh, EDM albums anonymously, yeah. too. If you knew that. But he's, Has he he's really? all over the place. Yeah. And, a, interesting. and a whole orchestral thing. And so anyway. That's a dude who cannot not produce music. Like, yeah. he just can't sit still. Yep. All right, Jason, your guitar player. My guitar player, uh, this one you guys definitely don't have, but it, one of my favorite, Josh Homme, and so he's with Queens mm -hmm. of the Stone Age, and Caius yeah. was one of my favorite bands too, and so, uh, so anyway, he's not a, uh, he's not any of the prototypical uh, guitar heroes, but I really like his playing style, and again, he uh, plays multiple instruments, he writes a lot of... Does he still cool feet, does he still use a bass amp as his guitar rig? That was the first band, so that was oh, okay. a stick. Yeah, so they played all through bass amps. So anyway, awesome. so yeah, so my guitar player. All right, your singer for your dream band. My singer is Chris Cornell. Nice, mm -hmm. very okay. nice. Any overlap with you, David, on that? No, so okay. far we're uh, we're doing pretty well here. All right, yeah, well, there's only yeah. one overlap for me. So. Chris had to be able to sing well plus scream well. So yeah, and him yeah. and Bro, it, it's a different okay. kind of talent for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to be able to scream in key is yeah. a talent. And so my wife's a speech-language pathologist, and, and she's a big Foo Fighter fan, and she knows I love the Foo Fighters. And she marvels at his ability to scream yeah. and not destroy his vocal cords. I mean, honestly, yeah. you know, not get, like, vocal nodules and stuff. I'm sorry? I said he has the best scream. <laughs> he does. He does. All right. Now, your utility player. This could be anybody. Could be any uh, – I, I don't even know where to begin here. Jason, your utility player. Jack White is my utility ah. player. Again, Speaking of multi-instrumentalists. Yeah, that's uh, cool. And he, you know, he's quirky and weird, and you bring a nice yeah. something to the band. So that's it. Awesome. That's and it, you guys, I, my couple, can I have a... Yeah. Uh, well, why, well, let's do, let's do the honorable mentions afterwards in case there's oh. overlap. Okay. <clears throat> do you have a name for your band? No, I did not name Okay. Them. Now, Dave Schultz has props. I have props. So, so he's going last. So that means I'm going now. So and, and by the and, and mine are not in the order that you just went through. So I'm breaking all of Bill's rules today. A, I might have too many people in my band. B, yep. I'm not going in order that you would put me in. Here's the thing, Dave. We're just having a good time. There's no rules here. We're just having fun. No Nobody rules puts at all. Dave in a box. Nobody puts Dave in a corner. Nobody. All right. So my drummer, uh, I went with Stuart Copeland from the Police. Nice. Um, I always liked his playing. He's got a really good jazz background. Um, yeah. Can play just about any style. And, and 
the snap of his snare drum has always been one of those things. It's, yeah. it's very difficult for a drummer to be instantly recognized by their sound. He's one that I instantly hear, uh-oh. That's because he uh, plays with his uh, traditional drum. Yeah, yeah he, he plays jazz. He plays jazz. So Stuart Copeland uh, beat out Dave Grohl for my drummer. And that's the only overlap. Uh, that there's an overlap. My bass player, Paul McCartney. Again, we already talked about Paul, so I'll skip that. My guitar player, and this is a shock to everybody, Eric Johnson, be my guitar player. <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely my favorite guitar player. Um, and we have our first overlap. Oh! I know, I know. And, and people are going to be surprised that neither you nor I went with Eddie Van Halen for our guitar player. That's correct. So Eric Johnson, if, if you're not familiar with him, he's a guitarist out of Texas, a contemporary of Stevie Ray Vaughan's. Much more jazz influence, though, and plays a lot of fusion. And that guy's tone, he gets the weirdest, warmest, violin-like tone out of his rig. He plays a Stratocaster straight into a Fender tube amp. And, and I don't know how he does it. He's, his nickname is the Tone Ranger, which I could do without. But there's a reason for that. And the guy is amazing. The guys, I've seen him live a bunch of times. So it's a good overlap. I applaud your overlap, sir. It's a good one. It's a good one. So my singer, I had a tough time with this one. Um, I went with Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots. Hmm. Um, really always loved his baritone voice before he you know, got so hopped up on goofballs he couldn't sing any longer. Yeah. He had such a beautiful voice, but he could growl. He could sing just about anything. Yeah, well, he, yeah. He made um, he made the song like he he changed song to song, and he really made Stone uh, yeah. Temple Pilots unique. That's yeah. what I think. After uh, he, the first album, the first album I think was just copycat. But yeah, it was. But then they grew as a band, and and Scott Weiland had this beautiful baritone, just a beautiful, beautiful voice. Um, and my utility player. Prince. Yeah, Prince was one of my – That's a good but one. But I can't see him as a utility player, so I, I had yeah. to – But he can play every instrument. Yeah. The guy's a hell of a guitar player. He strikes me as one of those guys that can pick – you could bring him in at the last minute to help fill in, and he'd pick up the song like that. I'm sure he's incredibly difficult to work with. Um, also, he's dead, so that would make it difficult to work with him. But beyond that, um, yeah, Prince was my utility player. I almost picked – Eddie Van Halen was my rhythm player there, but did not. Yeah, Prince was. I just can't see Prince fitting in as a utility player, so I had to leave him out. I can't see by the way, Wyland too. The stage in the shadows. Yeah, I just it was in his speedo <laughs> over on the side. Yeah, I didn't have him in his DMSR phase. I was more thinking but, Raspberry Beret. <laughs> but no, uh, I'm thinking Wyland probably is. I think Wyland is even better with um, Velvet Revolver. Yeah, Scott Weiland is was I better with Felvel Revolver. I thought yeah. he had a lot of really creative stuff going on there. So. Yeah. All right. Dave, nice. we are now yielding the floor to you. I don't have a name for my band. We will get to overlaps here in a second. No names. Come on. I'm guys. just gonna turn it over. I'm not gonna ask you what your drummer is because you say you have a whole order. So I do, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna share it up here. I went with props. If you can see them. Can you see them? Uh I think so, yeah. Yeah, but you we can see the other ones on the left. Yeah, huh? we can Here, see let me... upcoming stuff. I don't know how it's streaming. Can you see? Uh, uh, somebody look at Facebook. See if it's. Streaming. I am looking right now. Hold on, please. So yeah, I didn't go in order at all. And instead of utility, I guess they could be considered utility. But yep, you know, 
All right, we're good to go. Um, yeah, but I can see. Uh, I can yep, see the. You're good to go. Okay. There you go. There you, go. <laughs> you almost cheated, didn't you? Yeah. You're good to go. Okay. So, who did I start with? I don't even remember which way. Oh, of course, this was a gimme for me, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you guys probably could have guessed this, and yes, Stuart Copeland was at the top of my list too, and Dave Grohl is always at the top of my drummer list too. Yeah. I just uh, I was uh, I've been dumbfounded by Neil's drumming for decades and couldn't As, go haven't we it. all been i mean yeah. seriously and that's a tough one to pick uh because I, I i had him on he he was definitely one on my list um of but go yeah. ahead i'm sorry I now I, and, and, and here i am and to preface all of this you know I, there uh, by no way in in no way do i mean that this group of fellows would play together beautifully uh and they they were how do i want to put this some of these guys probably wouldn't play well together at all, but yeah. <laughs> that wasn't part of my consideration in this by any measure. Okay, utility players. Yes, I've got Mr. Sir Elton John on keys. And he can do some backup singing, right? Yeah, he can do everything. Definitely. Yes, I, I, it's an eclectic band, don't get me wrong. I've got the big man himself, Clarence Clemens, playing some sax, because I've got to have some horns in there. Oh, yeah, that's a party foul there. Oh, come on. I knew that was going to stir up some consternation with Bill. <laughs> Is Kenny G your clarinet player? Or are you uh, going to go with uh, Eddie Van Halen's dad, Jan Van Halen, for that? No, but I, what's the pan flute player's guy? Zanfir? Zanfir, yeah, yeah. He's in here for sure. How sad is that that instantly, instantly I knew exactly knew what you were talking about. Okay, uh, bass players. No, I, I didn't go with the ones. Uh, you guys thought there was going to be some overlap there. I went with John Entwistle from The Who. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Very good one there. Um, I, you know, he, uh, he, he was a, a pretty incredible bassist. I think he, one of his nicknames was Thunderfingers, and if you ever watched him play, you probably know why, because he mm -hmm. just his fingers were all over the neck, both hands, all the time, moving. I think the first adult movie I ever watched was also called Thunderfingers, but just by coincidence. <laughs> Bill, that's a different podcast. Oh, sorry. Uh, okay, on to guitar. This is where our overlap was. Yes. Bill and I went the same direction. The mighty. Uh, same way. Yeah, obviously, no doubt about it. As a kid growing up, Eddie Van Halen was like the ultimate, but Eric Johnson is just such a smooth guitar player, and he can play multiple genres, and um, yeah, it's just incredible to watch him play as well. So that was my pick on guitar, and then... We had no overlap on lead singer either uh, for both his singing ability and just from pure showmanship. Had to go with the late, great Freddie Mercury. Good choice. To round that out. And I have a band. You guys did not have a band name. No. Band name and their first album name since, you know, we're allowed to do whatever we want. We are. Mellifluous <laughs> is the Mellifluous. band name. That is an adjective, meaning music to the ears or something along those lines. And their first album was the Who's on First E Street Piano Man's Villa Strangiato of Queens of Dover album. So there you go. <laughs> and this was Dave's last edition of promo show. I can't even really that's, that's awesome. There you go. Awesome. Those All are right. my guys. Great job here. We're getting some good comments coming in. Uh, Brett Schaefer pretty much agrees with everything. Um, he, he had a, a little bit of a quibble with McCartney, which I don't get. That's, that's an issue for him. Let's hmm. talk about some of the overlaps we had. Let's just go around the horn here. How about drummer? What, uh, so here are my, here are the ones or not overlaps. 
here are the honorable mentions I had for drummer. I had Dave Grohl, which you picked, Jason. I had Phil Collins, and I almost threw Phil Collins in as my utility player because he could play quite a few instruments. And then Mitch Mitchell. That was actually the one I decided between was Dave Grohl or a Stuart Copeland and Mitch Mitchell from the Jimi Hendrix experience. Another jazz drummer. I really like that jazz feel. Oops. My bad. Echo, echo. That thunder echo. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Had our FaceTime stream going at the same time. Hello, ladies. They call me Thunderfinger. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So anybody else have uh, Mitch Mitchell or Phil Collins? No. I did not. All right. What about your other drummers that you consider, Jason? I didn't. I just okay. Then a girl popped in my head. It's like that's a good that's one. Perfect. <laughs> Any? But how about for you, Dave? Anybody else? Uh, I was actually thinking about Grohl and for sure Stuart Copeland. I mean, okay. it, he was. He's always been among my top three for years. So, so for bass player, others I considered. Uh, Flea came very close to picking yeah. Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, I just couldn't pull the trigger on that. Um, Chris Squire from Yes. I think of that opening to Roundabout, but again, I didn't want to, you know, it just didn't feel right. And then I thought of uh, Les Claypool. I stayed away from the Billy Sheehan's, the Stuart Hams, the Virtuosos, as much as I love them. I just, you don't need too many Virtuosos in a band because then it gets really ridiculous. So what are the bass players did you guys think about besides McCartney, Jason? Again, I thought McCarthy and I just stuck with I didn't really make lists. I just kind of. No, that's fine. I, 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 can't, I had to make a list to whittle it down. <laughs> well, and I couldn't, I couldn't do Getty Lee because I already had one member of Rush, and that would, I'm sure one of you two would have a rule against two members from the same band. No, no rule. Dave, anybody this who can not play a, bass this is not a, and playing keyboards with his feet should be on that list, but he was First not. of all, this is not unscripted. You're not Kirby. There's no way you could screw this up. <laughs> All right. Other guitar players I considered. Um, I considered – I was very close to pulling the trigger on David Gilmore. Really close to pulling the trigger on David Gilmore from Pink Floyd. But to me, it's Eric Johnson, and I thought about Prince, too, as a guitar player. Jason, weird to know you didn't consider anybody else. Yeah, I'm no, kind I, of surprised that uh, neither you nor Jason had any of like the, uh, the hardcore metal shredders on there. Like what, Ingve or like Guy Man Dude? Yeah, no Stevie Ray Vaughan either. Not not that he was metal, of course. But no, I thought the, about uh, Stevie Ray. None of some of the more obvious ones. The one guy, the one guy that I did have a couple others, but it was just more of a utility. Uh, almost put in Lenny Kravitz because he also is multi. Yeah, but I just couldn't see him or Prince in the utility man role. So I yeah. just, you know, they're both sitting over there. They'd just be trying to to get in to nudge their way into the yeah into the front well, like i said i always almost picked gilmore just because he's got such tasteful he's got a very clean sound and very tasteful solos just really yeah there's never sure. he's never in a hurry he's such an english gentleman as he plays guitar which i always find very fascinating yeah. to watch any other guitar players you considered either one of you besides yourselves yeah, I, uh, I was almost in the band, but I decided that was <laughs> I wouldn't make it from a rhythm or lead guitar standpoint. <laughs> I would put myself in the band if this band was actually real and, I, and it was going to join. I would put myself in the band so I could <laughs> You know, uh, we just had a comment from Andrew Nissenall. Anyone mentioned Kenny Aronoff, who that's a great drummer who oh, did not get considered. He's played, he played for, for those of you who don't know who Kenny Aronoff is, 
the bald guy, even when he was like 30, he played with John Mellencamp for what, 15, 20 years. He was a, he was the replacement in chicken foot on their second tour. Um, hell of a drummer. Hell of a drummer. That band that was an acronym for their names, but I don't remember the, uh, I remember Aronoff and, uh, I'd have to go back. Not was, HSAS. Yes. No, he wasn't in that. No. Hagar, Sean, Aronson, Shreve. Well, who's there? Who were we just talking about? Uh, Kenny Aronoff. 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 Yeah. Uh, All right. Our singer. Uh, I considered two others. Roger Daltrey. Again, another guy who can scream. And Paul Rogers from uh, from Bad Company. But for me, it was Scott Weiland. What about Robert Plant? You think if you had... I had Robert Plant on mine. Did you? He's, he's one of the original screamers. Yeah, he was like the original front man. Yeah. He, he definitely was the golden god, right? I mean, he definitely was the front man who probably invented the, the front man. I mean, if yeah. you really look at who invented yeah. the front man, that would be um, – that would definitely be Robert Plant. I, I just – I don't see him fitting into this band. and I don't know. I just I, – I like Robert Plant. I have yeah. nothing yeah. against Prince Robert Plant. You role. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I said you have Prince in the utility role. Your band's not going <laughs> to fit anyway. Hey, it's my Nobody band and we're going to the to top. <laughs> you didn't say they had to fit in. No, no. What other singers did you think of besides uh, Chris Cornell, Jason? Or was that it? Because uh, you were very adamant on that. And I think actually Chris Cornell, super underrated singer. He just had a, I mean, he's a singer. He's a lead man. I mean, yeah. He's an obvious. He's got the charisma and he's you know, he got the flowing hair. Did you guys, uh, I assume you both saw by now the video out there of his daughter singing from his home studio. Yes. Good one. No, the only other, I had a couple others. I don't know if these are utility. You know, so I had Lenny Kravitz, who's, you know, immensely talented. And then I was trying to think of, you know, nowadays or, you know, uh, these days, but like, mm-hmm. uh, you got the guys like Bruno Mars, who's an extremely talented guy. He can play about anything. And then True. Ed Sheeran, you know, anybody that can command a stadium by himself. Yeah. That's impressive. So, so we've got some comments on Facebook from Andrew Nissanal. What? No Brian Johnson from ACDC? Apparently not. Um, and I would have gone with Bon Scott anyway. Um, anybody <laughs> comment on that? Anybody? No, I do Bon Scott also. Uh, Jessica Onions, love Chris Cornell, Brandon Petrich, Jared Leto for lead singer. I don't know why. Doesn't he you need the Joker? And like, Ouch. Uh, yeah, but he's got an amazing. Does he? I have not seen him sing. You haven't seen him Just, sing? What are you talking about? He's, got, he's in a super popular band what that band? I can't remember the name of. Exactly. <laughs> no, uh, you know the band. <laughs> Somebody comment the band. I forgot. Yeah, who's the band? We'll wait 20 seconds for Facebook. You've heard the songs. They play the songs all the time. Jared Little Band. That's the Google. Uh, If only you had a machine in front of you that would give you all the information. 30 seconds to Mars. The magic Google machine. Yeah, I'm not interested. Uh, But I'm sure he's got a tremendous singing voice and, and makes a great breakfast. So... Utility players. The only other I, I considered two others. I did consider Eddie Van Halen for rhythm only, but that's not enough utility for me because I do think Eddie's a hell of a rhythm player. Um, Getty Lee was my other choice for yeah, he yeah. Getty Lee was my other choice for uh, utility player. Thirty seconds to Mars. Yes, for utility player Getty Lee. Yeah, really? he can sing. He can play bass, and he can play those foot keyboards like nobody's business. Time. I'd call that utility. 
I mean, what you say about your company is what you say about society. <laughs> oh, and there it goes. And there we go. What other utility players did you guys consider? Uh, just Kravitz and Prince. Kravitz is a really good underrated one. Um, yeah. Kravitz is a really good underrated one. He doesn't get the credit he deserves, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, he could – I think, you know, I personally – he could probably be even better if he actually had other people playing with him. <laughs> but yeah. He likes to do everything himself. And I, he does. I definitely get that because I like doing all the stuff myself too because you can just get it done. <laughs> but, well, it's kind of like – I mean, Grohl's done that on their albums too. Like, yeah. you're not yeah. going to do the drums on this one. I'm going to do the drums on this one. <laughs> yeah. No, have, yeah. You can – yeah. No, I have no qualms with that. But when he yeah. – but like on the first album, Foo Fighter, you know, it's not as good. You know, it's 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 very good, but those guys always are a little bit better if they play with somebody else. So yeah. yeah. All right. So I I just thought of this. So very quickly now, this we did not nobody prepared for this. Nobody knows. Why do you keep doing this to us? Because it's fun. Is I mean, we've got we got five minutes to fill. We're gonna fill it. So, what instrument are we missing? That's right. Hammer. The well, Zamfir is going to be that. The what? The 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 we're going to say the. Uh, let's see. You already picked saxophone, right? Because Clarence yeah. banjo. Okay. Who's your who's well, your banjo in, player? In the modern country rock arena, if you don't have a mandolin, if you're in Nashville and there's right. not a mandolin or a fiddle, it's hey, not music. If you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. A lead guitar is hot, but not for a Louisiana man. What about Roy Clark? <laughs> I would say Roy Clark or Buck Owens. Buck Owens played a mean banjo, too. I love Buck Owens. I really do. I do, too. Awesome. Well, I've seen Eric Johnson play the lap, the steel guitar, too. So, you know. Yeah. Get the utility oh, as far as strings go. Did you see? I got to send you guys this link, or maybe I'll post on there. The guy playing uh, Rage Against the Machine on the, the uh, laptop slide guitar. Out in the middle of nowhere. Have you seen that? Mm -hmm. No. It is amazing. Here, here's Brett Schaefer says cowbell. Yeah. We're missing cowbell. We are missing. Okay, yeah. Let's pick a cowbell player for our band. I'm going to go with Jared Leto. I think he <laughs> would fit in very well. You know, curing curing what ails us with more cowbell. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. It's dude crushes Rage Against the Machine songs on the slide guitar. So I'll post this. So. Yes. And Andrew Nissenal had a great comment, and he's right. Steve Martin plays a hell of a banjo. Steve Martin is actually yeah. a very good banjo player. And Mandy uh -huh. says Ron Burgundy <laughs> on jazz flute. Of good. course. Yeah, of, of course she did. Uh, Bella Fleck on the banjo. Wow, we're getting all sorts of banjo love. And maybe the next Bella episode is all about the banjo. All right, before we run out of time, you know the final question. Anybody got any new music this week? Anything oh, new? We haven't done this for a while. No, we haven't. I, I saw one this week, and the only reason I mention it is because it's also one of the bands from mm -hmm. my top five bands that people seem to love that I can't stand from last week. Hmm. A band that hasn't released a new song in 11 years. Who, Pearl Jam? No. Hey. Oasis dug up a demo this week. Wow. Could be their you, first top gotta, song in 11 years. Go. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go I no, uh, I really oh, like... Don't new, stop. I like the new Tame Impala album. Yeah. It's really cool. 
Um, the new that's uh, that's I've heard that the brand new American Aquarium album dropped on Friday, Lamentations, which is phenomenal. If you like songwriting, Americana music, great stuff. What is it? Um, it's uh, American Aquarium is the name of the band, and this yeah. album name is Lamentations. Hmm. Well, send, make sure they, just, they released a whole new album this well, week. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really acoustic stuff lately. But I didn't know they had a new album coming. No, out. it's very strong. It, it's yeah. so BJ Barham, who's the uh, the songwriter there. We saw him at uh, a band together event in Raleigh, North Carolina, about uh, two years ago. Tremendous songwriter, and he's one of those guys when he sings. I mean, you can just feel his emotion, which I always like in that type of that vein of music. Um, and I love all types of music, but that that. I've listened to that front to back probably five times over the weekend as I was smoking giant beef ribs. So sweet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else for a second. Stop, stop, Bill. Stop. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> we're live. Don't do it. We're, we're live. live. We're live. All right. So this is fun. This is a good topic. This is a really good topic. Um, mellifluous. Mellifluous. <laughs> I think I'm going to name my band Pudding. Um, so I want to thank promo show for sponsoring this again, over 140 suppliers exhibiting 500 distributors visiting daily. So much traffic there. It's like the only traffic jam in the world right now, quite honestly, folks, Mm. it's the industry's first and only virtual trade show. There is a video pinned on the promo show Facebook page that Brandon Petrich did does a really great job of showing you how easy it is to get in there, meet with suppliers Make those personal connections that really make this industry so special. It really is a great, great tool. So visit promoshow.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. It's the entire industry virtually. Dave and Jason, thank you guys so much. Next week, we have a great topic, and we're going to give you guys a chance to think about it because I love the interaction we do here. The next topic is going to be the top five concerts we've seen. So... It could, regardless of genre, genre doesn't matter. The top five concerts we've seen. So bring your concert list to us and we will see you next week.